You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Say what? Here we go. 913-576-7616, your show. I promise I'm not here to blame the referees. They sucked. That's fair. This is your show to do that. 913-576-7616. You waited all day. You waited all day long. This guy. This guy's going to say it's something else why we lost. This guy's optimistic. you damn right I'm optimistic. Nothing really affects the way I feel about the way this season plays out. Nothing. He's still going to get two home games. So let's talk about it. 913-576-7610. This is the Red Reaction Show. Dusty Likens, Nick Price. Brought to you by Hellsburg Diamonds, the official jeweler. Of the Kansas City Chiefs, serving the kingdom for over 100 years in 200 locations. I love you, Kansas City. I really, truly, honestly do. I love you. I love Nick Price. There's a lot of things I love. One thing I don't love is just throwing the towel in in one area. I get it, man. You're ready to go. You're hot. You heard it all over the radio today. You heard Carrington talking with former referees today. You heard the people at your workplace. My goodness. Fourth down, penalty. Fourth down, penalty. First down, game over. You lost a heartbreaker. The refs dictated a lot of calls. I understand. Chiefs, Bengals, was everything it was supposed to be in the first half. It was a great football game. It was a fantastic football game. But there are things in this game that happened and that were the reason why this game went the way it went. So let's talk about it. Did the refs rub you the wrong way? That's totally fine. Bring it in. 913-576-7610 because it's not our show. It's yours. I'll tell you right now. 
you probably couldn't tell me who led the Chiefs in receiving yards on Sunday. So I'll tell you, it was McCall Hartman, 53 yards. 53 yards receiving, led the Chiefs. How many catches? One. Hmm. One catch, 53 yards, led the Chiefs. The Chiefs, in fact, won time of possession in this game. Not by much. They still won time of possession. The Chiefs had 155 yards rushing. Darrell Williams had more yards rushing than Joe Mixon had combined rushing and receiving. Where my problem goes is on these three points. Number one, where were your stars? Other than Patrick Mahomes, where was Travis Kelsey? Where was Tyreek Hill? And I have a little bit of a theory. Now, this isn't, this isn't me here to, to talk about COVID. This isn't me here to talk about what affects other people. But I just talked to Nate Taylor. Just talked to Jay Binkley. You just heard them on the Nate Taylor Show. Fantastic content every single Monday following a Chiefs game. Love Nate Taylor. Another love on the dust man's list. But I still don't think that Travis Kelsey and Tyree Kill are officially ready. I don't think they're officially there. I think this bug has affected them. And in the NFL, it takes a little bit. These guys are, these guys are machines. But your stars weren't there. And I get it. Travis Kelsey had a touchdown. But he didn't have over 53 yards receiving. Tyreek Hill didn't have over 53 yards receiving. Where the game was lost, it's quite simple. The game was lost on third and 27. That's where you lost the game. Because I can promise you, everyone that's listening, Batman, Dan, RJ, Big T, Steve, and Lenexa, is that his name? I hope he calls in tonight. Steve, I'm baiting you. Call in, Steve. Let these people know that you were right. Let them know. Let them know that you were right because you're still wrong. But let them know. This is your moment. Tyreek Hill, 6 for 40. Byron Pringle, 3 for 35. Blake Bell had more receiving yards than Travis Kelsey. Demarcus Robinson had more receiving yards than Travis Kelsey. So there's, there's part of the reason why you didn't expand your lead in the second half. Point again in the second half. Three possessions, three points. You're not going to win games like that. Not against a hungry team like Cincinnati. And you can blame all the refs. You can blame everything the refs did on this loss. That's totally fine. If you want to do that, I'm not going to. That's why it's your show, not mine. Your time to shine. But it's clear that the Bengals adjusted better than the Chiefs adjusted. Because you got the ball three times and you scored three points. The Bengals did exactly what they did in the first half, the same way they did in the second half. In the first quarter, they scored seven points. And in the second quarter, they scored 10. In the third quarter, they scored seven. And in the fourth quarter, they scored 10. You went 14 14 0 3. 913-576-7610. Jay Southland Toe Service text line. Call it all you want. Do your thing. Batman, go ahead. 
Well, you, you know, I, I'm, I'm pissed like everybody else, but uh, there's no way I'm not going to call uh, and talk to, to the werewolf and make the, the price is right, win or lose. But I'm just telling you, that that's just a wake-up call, what we just saw. The gig of it is, is that we got the playoffs are coming up. That wasn't a playoff game, but that shows you exactly what can happen and how quick you can get out and how quick you can make it. What we got to do is just take this aggression that we got now, take it out on Denver, come out of that game without any major injuries, and go into the playoffs and start treating this whole gig like it's a war. It's a, it's, it's, you don't lose the war when you lose the battle. It was just a, that was just a battle. The war is going to be all the way taking this to the Super Bowl, and that's what we can do as long as we all hang in there. The kingdom stays strong. We we know we have the best shot at it. So let's just take the stars and go ahead and get another ring. Batman, I appreciate the call as always. You kind of see things our way as well. We try to keep it. Uh, we try to keep it on the positive side of things. I try to reiterate to you guys and to you gals and to all you fans out there. That sometimes it ain't going to go your way. But on the other side of that, you still got to realize that this was just a regular season game. And I get it. You might have been tuning in to Fesco in the morning last week when when I was in there talking about how I thought this game was going to be one of those Tester games, how I thought the Chiefs would win this game. I thought the Chiefs were going to win. Everything was playing right. Chiefs got figured out in the second half. From what I saw, it looked like they might have gotten gassed. But if you want to take positives out of this game, which is what you should do, let's look at Darrell Williams. My God. Darrell Williams has been great this year. Darrell Williams had 88 rushing yards and 14 attempts in this game. That was great. Why they shy away from him? Our guy, Nick Price, Derek Gore, our guy, our fan club, president oh, yeah. right here, vice president over there of the Derek Gore fan club. Great. Look good. Let's get him more involved. Big fan of that guy. Yeah, he only averaged 12 and a half yards of carry. Yeah. Hungry, runs angry. Love that. Big sign moving forward in the playoffs. You bring Clyde back, you got three running backs to get you through the tough part of the season. And it appears that we're starting to see Mahomes get a little bit better throughout this year, which is really scary for everybody else. Danny KCK, fire away. Hey, Dusty. Hi, Nick. How you doing? I've been pretty good. Good New Year. Yeah, uh, the 89-yard uh, uh, return by Pringle Hurt, you know. Yeah, and, and on Anderson's penalty, it was a close call on that one. I, I didn't think that was a, should have been called either. So, uh, and on the defense, they did a good job stopping Higgins and uh, Nixon, you know, 19 yards for Nixon and uh, what – 
I think, uh, 62 yards for Higgins. And you're right, uh, uh, Dusty, on third and 27, why didn't Spags just go for a man-to-man? He just, it's okay to blitz one out all the time. Man-to-man, that would have been fine, too. And uh, on Zach Taylor, I know he was being real aggressive on those, uh, uh, for, on those goal line situations, but I think a little too aggressive, you know, with he got Burrow hurt. So, anyway, let's take care of the second seed. If we get the one seed, that's fine. If the second seed, that's fine. Bing told me we get two home games. Take care of yourself, guys. There it is. And and that's where we need, and we'll we'll talk about this a little bit later as we get into the playoff picture. Because again, I promise all of you, I will not go to any commercial break if you keep calling in. And right now the phone lines are firing out. And this is exactly what we pictured when we put this show together was, this is what we want. We want you to call in. Neil, RJ, Jay, we want you guys to call in. Because I don't, I don't, I could go on forever if I wanted to. But that's exactly the point you have to make is that you still get two home playoff games. You're still in a position where the only time you've got to travel is AFC championship game. Are you really afraid to go to Tennessee? Do you really think Derrick Henry still got it this year, this year, this year, like they're really going to try to play him against Houston with that injury to a foot. And if you want to go back and look at the box scores, remember, week 11, Tennessee lost to Houston. Oh, well, they didn't have A.J. Brown. They didn't have Derrick Henry. Okay. It was in Tennessee against Houston. So let's let's just focus on where we're at. The one team in this playoff field that has the most familiarity with this playoff system is the Kansas City Chiefs. Did they lose a tough one in Cincinnati? You're damn right they did. Were the refs bad? You're damn right they were. Did they give up a first down on third and 27? Exactly. And that's what Dan brought up. Because I'm sitting there at the house watching it with friends and just like you and probably just like your friends, you saw third and 27 and then you looked at the top of your TV screen and said they're going to go to Jamar Chase. I bet they do. Just put two or three guys on him. Just cover him. And they did exactly what you thought they'd do. They threw up a prayer, and he caught it. And the game was over after that. That's where I stand. RJ and KC, go ahead, man. Hey, Dutch, thanks for taking my call. Um, really, uh, the web. I, I agree with you. It was 27 I mean, I know Spags likes to blitz in the situation, and uh, it was just the wrong time, man. The, the guy was just eating the secondary up all day. I mean, and the coverage really, really wasn't bad. Ward didn't have bad coverage on him. It's just he was making outstanding catches and outstanding plays. So in that situation, 3-27, man, just double the guy. You know they're going to him. Double the guy. Send five guys. Double the guys. And maybe we get out of there with, you know, they get out of there with a field goal and Mahomes gets the ball back. But Mahomes didn't get the ball back and we didn't get a chance to go win the game. So, I mean, it's just something that the, you know, coaching staff has got to learn from. And, you know, yeah, officiating was bad, but move on. It's the NFL. It's going to have, the officiating is going to have bad days. They're humans. And, you know, it is what it is at this point. But, um, I mean, I just now it's looking to Denver and let's go take care of Denver. Let's go get our two home games. You know, I'm, I'm really not scared of Tennessee. I mean, we've beaten them before in this situation. If we got to go there and take them out again, then we can do that. I know we can. So, 
But that's all I got, man. Thanks. RJ, I'm proud of you. Because that's the leadership I want to see. That's the kind of, and, and maybe that's what this is. Maybe you've had time. Because I know my dad was hot after the game, and I said, what are you upset about? As of this point, you still get two playoff games. At home, in Arrowhead. 15 is still your quarterback. Andy Reid is still your head coach. And you can, you can go to some people's tweets and look and see what they had to say and say, well, the Chiefs are 1-4 against the current playoff field. Good for him. He can go look up records that don't matter. What's the Chiefs' current record against these teams in the playoffs? Tennessee, well, we beat them. Um, Buffalo, well, we beat them in the playoffs. Thanks. How you doing? Go worry about your network. That's fine. Tweet that all you want. But it's quite simple what happened yesterday. You lost a regular season game on the road in the NFL. It's very tough to do. And one guy beat you. One guy. One guy beat you. Sometimes that happens in the NFL. So for the Chiefs to lose yesterday, put this in perspective, for the Chiefs to lose yesterday, one guy had to have the most receiving yards for a rookie in one season. One guy had to have the most receiving yards for a rookie in one game. I like to speak anomalies. That's exactly what happened. You got beat by Jamar Chase. One guy beat you. You can give Joe Burrow credit all you want. But let's see if those guys can do that again in a couple weeks because we're going to paint the playoff picture for you in a little bit. I promise. We're going to do it for you. But yesterday wasn't as scary as a lot of people think. Yeah, the refs. Yeah, the Chiefs. Yeah, Jamar Chase. One guy. One guy beat you. Go look at the stats. Nothing, nothing is outstanding other than Jamar Chase. Joe Burrow threw for 446 yards. 266 of those went to Jamar Chase. Their next leading receiver had three catches for 62 yards. Their running back had seven catches for 40. You gave up two big plays that cost 14 points, and you lost the game by three points. I ain't worried about anything. Neil and Lone Jack, tell me I'm wrong. No, you're not wrong. Guys, I'm, I'm, thanks for taking my call. Man, I'm just so annoyed and frustrated, though. This, for me, was going to be the ultimate prove-it game for us. I expected a tough game against a really good offensive up-and-coming team on the road. I expected a statement game, though, from us to prove again we were still the class of the AFC, and we are. But I expected this defense to prove and cement dominance going into the playoffs, finally earn that reputation of being a great and dominant defensive and offensive team. Going against a really good offense, I still thought we would hold them to like 24 points. That was my prediction. 31-24, really frustrated to give up 30-34. This game is on Spags and Andy, no doubt, for not doubling Chase. That's the number one reason we lost. But the refs are, no doubt in my mind, 1A reason we lost this game. They don't get a touchdown on the second-last drive. Probably a field goal if it's not for the ref. What NFL ref, what have we not done over the last eight weeks to prove ourselves as a dominant defense that deserves benefit of the doubt? What the hell? Let's list the evidence. I'll go through it real quick. The speed, pass interference, the horse collar, the encroachment against Jones instead of Burrow's false start. The other false start at the end of the game when it's third and one. All crap calls, total crap. We should have been up 18 points at halftime if it wasn't for another crap call on our kickoff return. Everyone knows you can call a penalty on every kickoff play, but they didn't call it until we were going to score and go up by 18 points. 
total crap. Pringle was ahead of that play. That guy was not going to make that tackle. CDOT mentioned the crap call early in the game when Andy had to challenge the spot just to get the first down when it was obviously a first down. It was an egregious, horrible game by the refs. They're definitely second and one and reason why we lost. Second reason we lost, I agree with you in my opinion, they did not have enough urgency in the second half on the offensive side of the ball. Drops by Travis, Tyreek, Patrick on third and five with six minutes to go. He makes a, a minor mistake. Obviously, I love the guy, but he didn't expect the blitz. He did not go to the hot route. Little things. Again, I love him. I'm so glad and grateful every day that we have him. Um, but, you know, the rest of it, on that particular play, he was not his best. Third reason, the D-line was great, dominant, but when the secondary struggling like they were, they weren't dominant enough. They were great, but they weren't great enough. Cedar said on the third and 27, we didn't need the blitz. He thought we should have played uh, more prevent defense. I, in that, that situation, I'm actually in favor of being aggressive, but we could have done both. I think we could have brought maybe one or two extra guys instead of the house and still doubled Chase on that play. Tyron did not blitz. Tyron was in coverage on the play, but inexplicably he stayed in the middle of the field instead of shading the Chase's side to double his ass. Not trying to be a toxic fan here, Tyron. Love you. Man, what an exasperating game. They played so great to get us in the position we were in to have the one seed to give it up like that just sucked. It was sickening and disgusting. Having said all that, congratulations to the tuning on a great game. The offense for a great first half. Daryl Williams, the D-line for almost being great enough to make up for the secondary, having a really bad game. Jeez, man. Okay, let's turn the page, though. I believe we're still the best team. Let's go get Denver. Let's watch the Texans go get it back for us, and let's roll the playoffs. Home or away, let's freaking go. I'll see you guys in Los Angeles in February. There you go, Neil. That was a roller coaster of a phone call. That's what you need. Yeah, That's what the no, Red Reaction Show is about, man. 913-576-7610. Not our show. It's yours. You know, phone lines are hot. Call in all you want. But, again, I, I will let you have that excuse. I just refuse to let the refs dictate where this game was. I don't think that you can really blame the refs when you're up 14 for most of the first half. I think that what what we saw here, and, and, I, and I get it, it's tough. But again, the thing that this always reminds me of, and I think sometimes Andy Reid has this, this issue, is that I've always used the analogy, and I just played poker on Saturday night, so it, it, it fits even closer is that Andy Reid sometimes when he has these games where he goes up big quick and it shows that he's the dominant guy, that this team's got this, there's times where they just advert back to like a different, to a different set of plays. And I've never understood it. And the analogy that I give when it comes to poker is that sometimes when you see these guys win the first two big hands and they get up big, they stop playing aggressive. They just chip away, chip away. And at the end of the night, you'd think that that guy that won a couple big hands early would be the guy that would continue to take the money. And the guys that tend to make a ton of money are the guys that continuously stay aggressive. But Andy's never been that guy. Andy's never really been the guy that's like, I'm going to put my foot on their throat and just take the life out of them in this game. 
And I'll agree with you, Neil, on one thing the refs did that I didn't like. Because I was talking to Sean Barber about this before the show. And that was the call on the kick return. And I thought that was victim two. The guy that throws his hands in the air like, you going to call it? And they called it. Because on that play, to be so quick and to see it, bang, bang, and to have to get that call right, I think they threw it after they saw the reaction. So you can call that seven points. But the rest didn't drop that pass to Tyree Kill at the end of the first half. Jay in Garden City. Go ahead, man. Hey, thank you for taking my call. Appreciate it. Yeah, man. Um, yeah, you're right. Uh, the Tyreek drop just drove me insane. I watched the game. I, I've been an avid 6'10 listener for many years. And um, so is there any conspiracy theory going on <laughs> with uh, something that Chiefs have did and the refs? Or do you think we're getting fair calls? Because I'm not so sure some of these games are getting officiated correctly. Right. Um, maybe they have pictures. I don't know. I know. And maybe we didn't change our name, which I would beg them not to. Um, but, yeah, some of those calls were so blatant. There was three or four of them, which the caller before me already covered that. And that they were so blatantly, uh, you know, disregarded. And they were all on the bingo sidelines. So what do you have to say about that? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. You could have your theories. I don't I don't really get into theories when it comes to the NFL. I mean, I know that there's a lot, and it's funny to think because, and again, Jay, thanks for the call. Red Reaction Show, 913-576-7610. Not our show, it's yours. Um, the thing about this is there's a lot that goes into it, but when I look at theories, I like to have a little bit of factual evidence, right? Like, I don't, I don't, I don't it, that would be the greatest thing thing that would ever come about if something happened to there's, oh, they wanted this matchup or in 10 years from now, we find out this documentary of what if I told you that every NFL ref made a little extra on the side because they call games this way. I just honestly think that NFL referees are just not that great. And I think that they have bad games and this was a bad game. Noticeably so by the opposing quarterback. We saw the memes and the tweets and the the mentions everywhere after the game when Joe Burrow said not one, not two, not three, but four times in his post-game press conference, there were a couple bad calls and we got lucky and we took advantage of it. That's the way it went. If they're going to be bad, I hope they're just bad in the in the in the in the regular season. Don't be bad in the Super Bowl like they were against the Bucks, then you can have all the theory you want. Oh, they wanted Tom to win. Okay, maybe. I don't know. I'm not going to say that. Because I don't have enough factual evidence. What I have factual evidence of is that every time it seems the Chiefs are up big, they go on coast mode. I don't need to see that anymore. I want to see ruthless aggression. I've been calling for ruthless aggression. For those of you that get that term, I I love it. But I've been calling for ruthless aggression from Andy Reid so much. You know what Bill Belichick did on Sunday? He put a 50 on Jacksonville. Did he have to put up 50 on Jacksonville? Hell no. But he did it, and he didn't care. 50. The Chiefs looked like they were the Chiefs in that first half. And there's reasons why I think things kind of feathered off towards the end. 
I truly don't think that Kelsey and Hill are officially 100% right now. I think that whatever this is that's got them, that put them on the COVID protocol, it still affected them. But the Chiefs just need more ruthless aggression. Take the head off the body. It doesn't matter. I don't care if you're worried about, like, you see these coaches talk about it all the time. Well, they shouldn't have passed the ball when they were up 42 to 7. The hell with that guy. If you don't like it, stop him. If you don't like a guy in poker having all the chips and then going all in when you know you don't have enough to call, play better. Make better decisions. Ruthless aggression. Someone who has that, this caller, Big T, finish out this segment, man. Hey, guys. Thanks for taking my call. So, first, I'd like to start off with you know, uh, that team hadn't won three in the games all, all year until yesterday. We've won eight in a row until yesterday. So that streak came, came to a close. But this is, this is also, you know, all we lose are fans and lose the organizations blame the referees. I'll say what Andy Reid didn't say. Yes, we got the shaft on a couple calls, but, but, but the, what comes around goes around in the NFL. Every dog has their day. It was a regular season game. Uh, you know, what I, what I'm feeling optimistic, optimistic about. Both our, our starting left tackle went out, and then the backup to that left tackle went out. And, and look how damn deep our roster is. We, all we heard is how vaunted the Cincinnati pass rush was. Joe Tooney, the woolly veteran, well, he's a badass. He moves over to the left tackle. Al Gretti moves in, and they're just smashing people. Uh, Pat Mahomes didn't get sacked once, everybody, but we let a guy go for 266 on this. So, you know, we can't allow that to happen. They'll shore that up. It is what it is. But, but that, that pass rush, they didn't get us once. We, we, we wounded that guy's knee. He didn't even finish the game. And another optimistic thing, we, showed, we heard how badass their, 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 their run defense was. Huh, huh, what? What? We went for a buck 55 and we weren't even trying. Cincinnati, your lucky little dogs, when you, when you, when your nice little feel good victory wears off and come, come playoff time when, when it really, really counts, where, where, we, where you got to face a roster full of star power and championship fiber. Hell yes. I want your asses in Arrowhead. We'll beat you like a drum. But you know what? You won't even make it past the first round. That's right. And start thinking deeper, Chiefs fans. Houston plays Tennessee. It's not unheard of that Houston beats Tennessee. Everybody says, oh, that game's all. That can't happen. Or do not say this year everything's happening. And you know what? Tennessee later on, maybe even they stumble. We win our first game, then the next week they play, and then they stumble. Then the road to the AFC still goes to Kansas City. Let's turn the page. Let's don't dwell on a regular season game. We're the big dogs on the porch. We're the team that everybody fears. They fear us, and they know it because we've got championship fiber, and none of the other teams do. Let's break. It's Bronco Billy week. Let's beat the donkeys into the ground. And as always, let's enjoy the Saturday and then watch everybody beat the hell out of each other. And as always, let's go cheese. Thank you, Big T. I need a cigarette. I I don't even smoke. That was nice. I like that. Well, I'll tell you what. We come back, we're going to talk about what really matters, and that's the playoffs. This is the Red Reaction Show with Dusty Likens, brought to you by Hellsberg Diamonds, the official jeweler of the Kansas City Chiefs, serving the kingdom for over 100 years in 200 locations. On your official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. 
Welcome back to the Red Reaction Show. Taking your calls now at 913-576-7610. Here's Dusty Likens. And Nick Price. We're back. We're good. I think we're all right. I think we're good. I think so. We got 25 minutes left of the Red Reaction Show. Not many more of these, man. Like, what a year. Season two. Season two. We got brought back because of you and because of Nick Price. Yeah, but it's not my show. It's theirs. 610 Sports Radio Red Reaction Show. Jay's Southland Toe Service. Text line 913-576-7610. Ruthless aggression is what we need. It's like, for those of you that don't understand this, when, this is going to make me sound like a super big nerd, but when the WWE flipped over from, like, the Attitude Era, where you had, like, Stone Cold and DX and Triple H and The Rock and The Undertaker, which The Undertaker's with WWE forever. Basically, when they flipped over, Vince McMahon brought all these wrestlers out around, around the ring, and he said, I need somebody with ruthless aggression, somebody that can just really show me the way. And called out everybody. And this is a real thing. Like, he really wanted someone to come in. And so then, all of a sudden, like, one of the nights on Raw, John Cena comes out and just goes into somebody's face and just, like, ruthless aggression. And the the legend of John Cena was created. That's the attitude I want from this Chiefs team. That's what I want from Andy Reid. I know Andy Reid's not that way. But from the 816, that's it. It's been the problem the last few years. Andy gets soft, too empathetic for the opposing teams and puts it on coast mode. Stop it. Cut the throat. Why? Yes, the Chiefs always lose this way. If they lose, they shoot themselves in the foot from the 816. Somebody like Neil and Lone Jack's call. From the 816. A nice call. From the 816. Hey, NFL. Keep that same energy. Come the playoffs. Hashtag Chiefs Kingdom. From the 573. Tried asking Bink this, but not sure there was a response. Side note. Question on the refs and not attending press conferences. Many players voice frustrations year in and year out. Is this something they have the ability to negotiate in the beginning, in the bargain agreement, or have they ever? Man, I don't know. I don't know. That'd be weird. That's kind of tough to have. Uh, like a, hey, how'd that call go for you on right? third and three? And the, oh, you know, I think you the ref's just standing in the back of the room. That would be great. And I'm all for it. You know, APA, Farouk and Bradshaw style energy. That's what you need from Tyree Kill and Travis Kelsey moving forward. You need Tyree Kill to get a touchdown. Just go, damn. That's what you need right there. Get a clothesline from hell. I will say this, Nick, and to get a little side on the refs. I will say one thing I am kind of annoyed about, and I, I this popped in my head because I'm weird when I watch games, is how much more does Travis Kelsey have to do to start getting those calls? Because, like, I am I am kind of tired of seeing – because, like, the thing is, I was listening to Carrington show today, The Drive, and listening to the referee that he had on, former referee, and they were talking about how at the very end of the game, he said it was very clear that they called the um, – 
that they called the the illegal hands of the face. He said it was a good call because you could see, and this is from Mike Pereira, former referee, that type of guy that would think, let's go to Mike Pereira and see what he has to say about this call. But he had mentioned that you could see the head move. Well, one thing I thought was interesting is that Travis Kelsey didn't get a holding call or a pass interference call, and you can clearly see his jersey is off of his shoulder pad. Like, what more does Kelsey have to do to be that guy that gets like, well, you breathed on him, it's a foul. Right, it's almost like... Uh, it never happens. It's kind of like uh, in the NBA when a big man doesn't get a lot of fouls because yeah. he's bigger and stronger than everybody else. Like, Giannis never gets those calls. Right. Right? LeBron always gets those calls. He's right. always going to get those calls. But, like, it's like, what's Kelsey got to do? Greatest tight end in the history of football, thousand yard season, five straight, Hall of Famer, Super Bowl winner, can't get a call. And it seems like that is the strategy when teams play the Chiefs. But as we talk about this playoff scenario real quick, I want to bring this up. Because nothing gets me more juiced, nothing gets me more juiced than big time matchups. And right now, if the playoffs started tomorrow, which they start a week from tomorrow. Not really. They start a week from this Saturday. By the way, don't forget, Chiefs play Saturday this week at 3.30. 3.30. Denver Broncos. That'll be a sign of ruthless aggression. That's when the Chiefs will get that ruthless aggression. Because they'll play a Broncos team that is all but got all their stuff packed up, ready to head out of town, just get us out of this game, and the Chiefs are frustrated, pissed, whatever it was. You know, sometimes you don't like the flavor of, of, the, of the dinner you get served, and when you don't, you go cook your own meal and show it to somebody else why it's better, and that's what they're going to do against the Broncos. I mean, I feel bad for Denver. Chiefs, Chargers, Bengals, Colts, Bills, Patriots. The Tennessee Titans with a bye. Right? So Chargers at Chiefs would be the first matchup. Boy, are you juiced up for Herbert versus Mahomes round three in Arrowhead this time. It means a lot. Unless you think the Raiders can will the power to beat the Chargers Sunday, which would be kind of hilarious. Then, then the I'd, Chiefs get a bye. <laughs> well, Tennessee would still have to lose. I know. I'm just right. making a Raider joke. Sure. That's fair. I don't know, man. The power of John Madden. Yeah. I mean, they, they beat the Colts this weekend. But if you beat the Chargers in this scenario, you would then get the winner of Cincinnati, Indianapolis. And you know you want that matchup in Arrowhead. I don't want to hear anybody say, oh, man, I'm kind of terrified if the Chiefs had to play Cincinnati again. The hell you are. Because you know what you have to do to stop Cincinnati. You just can't let Jamar Chase go off for 266. You can't let the referee's crew have the same crew, and you know the NFL ain't doing that. For the caller that called previously, if you want to know if there was anything fixed, if that referee crew is the same crew that was on Sunday this past week, then we'll start getting into theories. But how much better than that? And I was telling Mitch Holtis, and I could see it in Mitch Holtis's eyes today. I promise you. I'm going to paint a picture for you. Mitch is walking out. He's got a starter zip-up jacket, 90 style. And he goes, man, you really think the Chargers will beat the Raiders this week? I said, I think so. I said, because that sets up one of these sexy scenarios. Mitch, hear me out. He goes, okay, I really got to go, but I want to stay for this. I said, if you're going to beat Mahomes, you can beat him in the regular season. But imagine trying to beat Mahomes in the playoffs. Herbert Burrow, you get the rematch, the script is set. 
I don't care what happens on the other side of the bracket. I'm not worried about New England. I'm not worried about Tennessee. I'm a little worried about Buffalo. I will admit that. I'll put my hand up. I'm a little worried about Buffalo. But that game would be at Arrowhead. But could you imagine the juice? Mahomes loses to Burrow regular season. Mahomes lost to Herbert last time they played at Arrowhead. Mahomes, Herbert, round three. Get me going. Paul and Lawrence, Red Reaction Show. Go ahead. Yeah, uh, two points I want to make. One, um, I was a big fan of the all-out blitz on third and 27. And the main, main reason is if it works, um, they're, they're looking maybe at having to actually punt. And then we have a chance to win it in regulation. Um, I, I think overall the, the respect that they showed Mahomes on going for it on fourth and one was maybe the most interesting call I've ever seen in football. Um, but the reason I'm calling is it's a faster game. It's a faster game in college, and it's a faster game in the pros. And I, I honestly feel that we need to go to five video folks in the booth. If Tony Romo can be correcting the refs, continually, including that infamous roughing the passer against Tom Brady that cost us the AFC championship back in 2018. I think that, you know, he, he called it. He just said that was not interference, um, and he calls a lot of them. And I think you put five guys up in the booth, the five guys up in the booth um, are not going to slow the game down. They're, they're going to add to it. You, you, you have challenges under three minutes. You can challenge every play. Let's just get it right. Baseball gets it right. You can even have holds be challenged because what will happen is you put the, the eyes uh, on the field, people are going to adjust. It's going to be a cleaner game. I mean, baseball has benefited from this, and I, I'm all in on let's go balls and strikes electronically in baseball. Let's go holding and let's go, you know, that, that hold on the, on, the, on the kickoff return. That wasn't a hold. It wasn't a hold. It didn't make a difference. So, you know, at the end of the at the end of the day, I think we get a better game. Um, I'm not complaining about the refs. I thought that was one of the most interesting games. Um, yeah, we lost, but I'm fired up about this team. I just love the fact that we're just so competitive uh, with Pat Mahomes, and and it's just been a fun team to watch over these years. And looking forward to the playoffs. So, thanks a lot for taking my call, Paul. You bet. And I'm jealous you get to enjoy the wheel pizza as much as you want. Honey on that mm. cross, baby. Oh, you know it. You're going to hate this text because we have the uh, the referee text on the other side. I'll talk about that when we get back. This is the Red Reaction Show with Dusty Likens, brought to you by Hellsberg Diamonds, the official jeweler of the Kansas City Chiefs, serving the kingdom for over 100 years in 200 locations. On your official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. Welcome back to the Red Reaction Show. Taking your calls now at 913-576-7610. Here's Dusty Likens. And Nick Price. Back in quick note. You want to have a beer with me? Or maybe CDOT? Or maybe Cody Tap? I don't know if it's in Cody Tap's new diet. Join us for a beer Friday, January 14th, starting 6 p.m. at Cinder Block brewing for a playoff beer release party Friday, January 14th, 6 p.m. Center Block Brewing as they release the Il Padron. The playoff Pilsner. All 16, 610 personalities will be there. I'll be there. 
That's right. That's right down the block. At center block. Yeah. That's right. One quick note that I wanted to get to. Well, first off, I always love to bring up uh, either guy, former athlete, guy, former referee, because clearly you're not listening to what I'm saying. From the 785, let Neil blame the refs. I'd love to see him out there running with those cats and making correct calls 100% of the time. Coming from a current ref, it just pisses me off to hear you guys blame us when I'm a Chiefs fan and stuff. Chiefs were up 14 multiple times. How about blame that? Well, if you listened to the show to start the show off, you'd have heard that I did not blame the refs. You guys is not fair. I let this show be a place where people can vent. I said the refs made a couple bad calls. Did I blame the refs for the Chiefs losing? Absolutely not. I brought all that stuff up. I said, hey, third and 27. Stop that. Continue to put the gas pedal down. Didn't see that. Three points in the second half. Blown coverage. Bad plays. Couldn't play vertical with the Bengals. A lot of that happens. Hell yes, dirty. Ruthless aggression. Make a t-shirt. Let's roll. Neil from Lone Jack. I'm down. I mean, if the guys from Cody and Gold can get Eric Stone Street to wear a Creed is Good shirt and get Creed Humphrey to buy a bunch of them, we might be able to get a Ruthless Aggression shirt started for all of you. That's my theme the rest of the year. First year you win the Super Bowl, you're America's sweetheart. Next year you lose the Super Bowl, people feel bad for you because it's Tom Brady. This year, people are like, the Chiefs are back. Hell yeah, we're back and we're kicking your ass. Sorry to the kids that listen. Saw a tweet at the Colts lose and the Raiders and Chargers tie. They both get in. We would get the Raiders. That's the funny scenario that I did see is that if the Colts lose and the Raiders and the Chargers know it, they could just take a knee the entire game and tie and still both get in. That would be hilarious. That would be. But when we come back, I explain to you why this week 18, the first time they've ever had a week 18, and the first time the Chiefs have played a meaningless football game in the last game of the year. This is the Red Reaction Show with Dusty Likens, brought to you by Hellsberg Diamonds, the official jeweler of the Kansas City Chiefs, serving the kingdom for over 100 years in 200 locations. On your official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. Welcome back to the Red Reaction Show. Taking your calls now at 913-576-7610. Here's Dusty Likens. And Nick Price. Just a quick little bit. Tonight's show went fast. Tonight's show went exactly how I thought it would go. Some of you pissed. Some of you, you get it. It's fine. But hey, you know what you get because of the Chiefs lost? You still would have got it too. Everybody's going to play next week. You get a meaningful game. By the way, it's on Saturday at 3.30. Why? I don't know. Yeah. And then that means the Chiefs are probably going to play their first playoff game on Monday night. I'm convinced. Because ESPN and the NFL and... I hope you all enjoyed Thursday Night Football this year because if you want to watch it next year, you got to watch it on Amazon Prime. There's going to be more people that share Amazon Prime numbers 
than people that have a meaningless medicinal card next year. You have Amazon Prime? No, my buddy does. You got a medicinal card? Do you really have a card? No, my buddy does. But I expect the Chiefs to blow out the Broncos. And let's not forget, Houston and Tennessee, it's still meaningful. It's an in-division game. Derrick Henry, going to try to play. Last time these two teams played, there was no Derrick Henry. There was no A.J. Brown. Also, just remember a few years back when the Patriots lost the one seed? Yeah. To the Dolphins? Yeah. Kevin Harlan had that great call. Yeah. I don't care what game it is. I'm calling both games. Yeah. The greatest play-by-play announcer of all time and current time. 22-13 was the score of that last game between Tennessee and Houston. But, hey, it's week 18, so let's do this. Tomorrow on Fesco in the morning, Pete Sweeney at 8 a.m., Danon Hughes, 9.30. Cody and Gold, they got Nate Taylor, who you just heard with Jay Binkley on the Nate Taylor Show. He's at 1 o'clock and on the drive. Jay Binkley, who you just heard, joins Carrington at 2.15 and Mitchell Schwartz at 3 p.m. for the entire hour. Thank you for joining us for the entire hour tonight. For Nick Price, my good friend, uh, probably for the rest of my life. I truly mean that. Uh, Thanks to you. Thanks to you calls. Thanks to you texts. Thanks to everybody that joined this show. I truly appreciate it. We will talk to you next week. I promise. And then it's over. Unless there's a playoff game, which there will be. I'm Dusty Likens for Nick Price, Red Reaction Show. Take care, Kansas City. Be safe and happy, happy new year. We're out of here. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t